This episode of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by the 2017 Greek Island Longevity Retreat to Ikaria, the island where people forget to die. To find out more and to join Damien, myself, and an intimate group of 100 Not Outers, go to www.100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the demigod of digestion. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Great man. Great to see you. Marcus Pierce. Thanks, Thanks for having man. me here. Thanks for. Um being my uh, part of my contributing to my microbiome. Yeah, well, thank you for contributing to my microbiome. I'm thanks, still. Thanks for being so symbiotic. You are the most symbiotic creature I think I've ever met. Yeah. You yeah. just attract symbiosis. There's not a lot of dysbiosis between us, is there? Uh, uh, in in including dysbiosis, sin sin or symbiosis, depending sin. on yeah. where you come from and what dictionary you read. Oh. Probiotics, prebiotics, antibiotics, microbiomes. Um, and uh, villi. Yeah. I think the world's becoming rather confused about what friggin' biotic they're meant to be putting <laughs> into their body. Oh, I know, right? So it's con- it's not even contentious. It's just really confusing. It's just confusing. Yeah. I'm saying this as the uneducated. Uh, when I say uneducated, the you're actually n- quite well educated. Non medically, non um, naturopathically, non chiropractically, non osteopathically trained everyday consumer. Yep. I don't know where my biotics come from, where I shove them up my butt, my mouth, in my ear, up my nose, cold, warm. You probably do all of those. Mate, I wouldn't know what to do. All I know <laughs> is that there's probiotics in day. the fridge. Yes. I know that there are 475 strains of probiotics. Now we have prebiotics. I know that the probiotics and the prebiotics help uh, undo the antibiotics that I was given willy-nilly when I was a child. Yes. We now um, are working out what in God's name are symbiotics, and I'm waiting for WTF biotics to hit <laughs> the shelf so that everyone can buy them because they will know that they, <laughs> they can resonate with that more. I reckon that's a product. Kale Brock, Marcus Pierce, Damien Christoph, WTF the biotics. biotics. But people are at the WTF place. With everything that ends in biotic. They just don't know what to do. Everyone's a bit confused in that regard just because... And look, there's a great person that you and I worked with from Perth who was very, very confused about the microbiome. Very confused about it. And look, if if this person is still listening to us, I don't know whether or not he or she is. But, you know, the confusion around the microbiome can, can drive people into despair. Which we saw. Yeah. Well, if he is listening, um, I would be, well, one, I'd be very surprised. But I've got to share you a story before I start barraging you with questions. Yeah. At the Wellness Summit, the reason why I ask you this is at the Wellness Summit, someone um, came up to me at, at the beginning of the second day right. and had taken a probiotic that was available at the summit and had had a, you would probably call what I would call a detoxifying response. They had, I think they might have got rashy or maybe lethargic. Or, and I can't remember exactly what happened. But then I found out later on that day that you can actually take the wrong probiotic for you based on your health history. So if you've got a mental health um, well, history or, or poor mental health and you have a certain strain, yeah. then you're going to um, 
or maybe detoxify too much or it, it ramps up something else. And I was yep. like, holy moly, poor Joe Blow going to the health food store to go, I want to get probiotics. And then the naturopath or the, not even naturopath, just store owner says, yep, sure, well, this one's selling well. And that might have strains in it that that person's not designed to actually be having at that point in their life. At that time. That's at right. That time. Well, you know, and we see this with children. We see this with kids being given adult strains. Um, I, I know of a very clear situation that I was made aware of this morning in practice where um, a mum had given her very young child um, a probiotic strain um, on the advice of a naturopath that is an adult strain. Wow. Now, you can't give adult strains to infants. You can't do it. Anyway, I didn't say anything more about it and I don't think that this person will be listening to this particular podcast. However, the reaction by the child was violent and became violently ill as a result of taking a probiotic um, that was an adult strain probiotic for at, at an infant's age. It's not appropriate. Like it's kind of, you, you can't do it. Yeah. So the reason why we talk about um, adult and infant strains is because the infant strain probiotics or the infant strain microbiota or biome that's inside a baby matures over time based on the types of foods it starts to digest, based on the types of um, gases that exist inside the gastrointestinal tract, based on the exposure to the environment that the body's actually had or the person's actually had over time. Because the microbiome is not just in the mouth or in the nose or in the ear or in the gastrointestinal tract or in the backside, it's, it's all everywhere. over. It's all over you. So it's in your little toe, your big toe, some people have more microbiome in their little toe than others. <laughs> don't they, don't they, they yep. really do. All right, so, so let's be very time. clear. <laughs> Is there microbiome in athlete's foot? Oh, yeah. So yeah. in... Um, almost macrobiome. So, so that's lesson one. Yeah. If you've got kids and you're giving them probiotics, they must be child strains. Can we just simplify this by saying on the label, it must be very clear that it's a child-friendly probiotic. It'll be marketed to kids. Well, that's in itself risky. That's okay. in itself risky because some companies will market their product as being for kids, but still include adult strain probiotics. Okay, so can we then say, don't buy a child probiotic. Without advice. Without advice. And by the sounds of it, make sure that advice is incredibly well qualified because it sounds like there's at least one naturopath out there prescribing adult strains for children. Yeah. yeah. So in other words... But there'll be doctors see... out there doing the same thing as well. So it won't just yeah. be a naturopath. There'll be GPs out there doing the wrong thing too. Because so, uh, it is confusing. Yeah. It's confusing for the professionals and it's confusing uh, for everyday Joe public. But Okay, how many strains are there? I don't know. You said it. 400 or something. But but I don't know. I just true. made that number up. Oh. But I, can't you only get like 13 or 22 strains in probiotics? I don't know. Okay. So is it pretty clear though that... That strains for that's an adult strain and that's a child strain. Yeah. So all you'd have to do if you didn't know is it actually say, say Infantis on it. Right. Yeah. Or Brevi. So like there's a, a Latin word that denotes that it's an infant strain or a small thing, right? So So on the label, when you're seeing the strains that it has, it would say Infantis or Brevi. Yeah, that's right. Now we've we've already we've jumped ahead a bit. So let's <laughs> why don't we define some terms? Why don't we define some terms? Yep. So prebiotic is the food for the bacteria. So prebiotic is kind of like laying down topsoil before you put seeds in. It's allowing all the nutrition to go into the gastrointestinal system that will allow the bacteria 
or the yeast or whatever it is that you're going to grow in there, the microbiome, the biota, you, you, the seed, it's the preceding part of that. And that should continue to be in there. So uh, we often hear about fructo oligosaccharides and we hear about starches and we hear about the different sugars and the different proteins that the bacteria can grow from. And the, I keep saying bacteria, but it could also be yeast. Um, they grow from um, to allow the, the culture to grow big and strong inside the body. That, that's your prebiotic. Can I ask you a question on that? Yeah. There are foods, yeah. from what I understand, many foods that contain prebiotics. 100%. So we're not talking about just having a capsule. No. We'd just be saying having good food. Yeah, well, that's right. So dairy, in many, for many people, is a fabulous prebiotic. Um, so is fermented food. So is fruit and vegetables. Yeah, like broccoli is good in prebiotics, isn't it? Like, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So it's but not, so is yeah. rice yeah. and banana. You, know. you mean grain? I don't know. Oh! So that's why the Okinawans have strong, robust digestion. And very low bowel mm. cancer rate. Rice. Rice. But if you're from Ireland, don't have coconut. And don't have <laughs> coconut rice. Or grease. Yeah. Okay, so prebiotics. Yes. We've got that nailed. Yeah, prebiotics, yeah, that's right. Okay. And then there's probiotics. Which is what everyone hears of. Everyone hears about the probiotics. Probiotics are the bacteria that are considered to be beneficial or what's called commensal um, for the body. In other words, these are bacteria or strains of um, tiny little bugs. It could be yeast, could be bacteria. Uh, that have been shown to be found in otherwise healthy humans. So it could be on the surface of the skin, uh, in and around the moist patches within the body or inside the digestive system. And, uh, and, and these are called um, commensal bacteria. And we can take those commensal bacteria, some of them, because some of them still are pathogenic if you take them orally. Uh, pathogenic meaning bad for you, but uh, you, you can take many of these strains that are considered safe. Uh, to assist in the body growing like a good culture of bacteria inside the body and that's known as a probiotic that's a probiotic can i ask you a question yes you said some taking some of these strains can be pathogenic yeah on the body yes so is this where it is quite possible that some people could be taking a probiotic and it's having a pathogenic effect well let's have on a look the body? some of those bugs that are pathogenic e coli for example should be found in the gastrointestinal system but if you take it orally in too large a quantity, you have food poisoning. Yeah. It isn't you, right? yeah. But E. coli should always be found in the gastrointestinal system. Yeah. Salmonella should be found inside the gastrointestinal system. But if you have too much of it or you take it orally and it's mixed with your food, then that can be pathogenic. And of course, then that's very, very problematic. Uh, giardia can be found um, commonly in, in people's bodies, digestive systems, not so much over here in the Western world, but it could be considered to be a commensal bacteria or sorry, commensal pathogen. Um, in other words, a pathogen that would otherwise live harmoniously in some people's bodies, not so much over here in the Western yeah. world. But you don't so, buy them in a, in a capsule form from your well, health Some people store. are trying to work out how they can get E. coli back into the body because they've had so many antibiotics, they've knocked off all their E. coli in their body, yeah. that that's in itself created dysbiosis. And dysbiosis is imbalance. So biosis or biome, meaning balance, bacterial balance, um, you know, bug balance, um, dis meaning out of order. So, you know, dysbiosis is where the things are, are, are kind of... Wealth of knowledge. No right longer now. in balance. Yeah. This so a dysbiotic condition is where there's been a commensal bacteria or a pathogenic bacteria. Define commensal for me again. Commensal, Beneficial? Something that should live there. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. So something that should live in an environment is a commensal bacteria or a commensal um, microorganism. And those microorganisms 
can become pathogenic if they go out of control or they're unimpaired. So it's kind of like a whole bunch of people running around the streets without policing. Um, you know, it, it, it's really, really good for a little bit of time until it gets a little bit unruly and then it needs a little bit of policing. The police come in and correct it all and, uh, and that creates a symbiotic environment. Okay, so now it seems like we have symbiotics or... Well, symbiosis is a state. Yeah, so, so is it... So is Symbiosis is it... where everybody lives harmoniously and peacefully, kind of like in Finland, you know, in, uh, in Orland. We talk about, um, yeah, yeah, symbiotic, but I'm confused because I'm reading, I'm reading S-Y-N biotics. So I'm wondering, are there products now called symbiotics, which based on what you're saying, are all about bringing balance back in... Sim, sim, yeah, sim. S-Y-M, M. Yeah. means symmetry, balance, right? So everything's in harmony. harmony. So you, when you take a bacteria or a microorganism, there are some microorganisms that compete for territory. And so like iron and zinc compete you know, for absorption with vitamin C, um, the same thing happens with certain types of bacteria. So you wouldn't necessarily take say, I don't know, let's, I'm just gonna throw some strains out here. Yep. I don't know whether or not they compete. Um, you, you may not take um, LGG, for example, with Saccharomyces. I, yep. don't, I don't know if they uh, can yeah this is just you're just pulling names out yeah but and you should do you should always you know seek the guidance of a professional not someone who's done a six month course in nutrition but a professional <laughs> um, to assist you in, in putting the right sorts of bacteria into your body does that make sense absolutely I'm yeah. just I'm just googling symbiotics because I've been seeing this term and again I don't mean to confuse everyone but sin with a with an N wondering what is symbiotics and and we're talking about symbi symbiosis right um and just whether there's a uh, yeah another new product to confuse the it living daylights like out of everyone like it's a coined term symbiotic prebiotics oh okay so a symbiotic formula appears to have both pre and probiotics in it this is confusing for everyone why would they call it symbiot symbi they're using like the word sin maybe as a synonym um, to kind of come together. Maybe that's what it is. That's really interesting. So I don't know, maybe it, it's the combination of food and microorganisms yeah. all in one formula. Um, yeah. It seems to be coming relatively clear that people know that it's wise to combine pre and probiotics. Yeah. So people, you know, when I say relatively clear, for people that listen to Wellness Couch podcasts, yeah. they've they probably heard know. many they times before yeah that pre and probiotics are good, uh, particularly if you've had a history of regular antibiotic use or you've just lived in the Western world, yeah. um, or not in the Western world, any world. Any world. It's, it's wise, and as you're saying, it's commensal to actually have um, probiotics. The, yes. the bacteria is designed to, it should be in the gut. Yeah, um, but in a particular order. Okay, here this we go. This is important, this here is we important. Go. I see so many people try to jump steps. Yeah, we all hear about leaky gut and we all hear about um, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome and ME and all these sorts of problems. At the end of the day, if you've had to have antibiotics to save your life or to get rid of infection or whatever it is, if you've done that, you now have to repopulate your gastrointestinal system. The best way to repopulate your gastrointestinal system is to allow the infant strains of bacteria to grow and go through all of the stages. Don't just go and throw adult strains at it just because you're now an adult. You've knocked out some, some of the little shrubs that would grow to trees. 
you've knocked them out. You've actually torn down rainforests, and all of a sudden you want to go and plant big trees. Like you, you've got to kind of grow from the yeah. bottom up. So I always recommend if people have had, to have particular adults, if, and if they've had chronic repeated exposure to antibiotics and infections, I recommend that they take children's strain probiotics. Now, this is kind of counterintuitive for many people listening to this, and there'll be practitioners listening to going, what, what are you talking about, Damien? Well, I've been doing this for nearly 20 years, and I give infant strain bacteria, microorganisms, to adults who have had lots of exposure to antibiotics, because it helps to inoculate and resupply the baby strains that would have been there mm. in smaller quantities, small numbers, that then allows for growth of the little ones into big ones and allows you know, for proper seeding of a microbiome that's healthful. So I like to go back to basics. If you've gone through, and let's take, I'm gonna be very, very politically incorrect here. Go for it, I love it. Hiroshima had a bomb dropped on it. Guarantee they didn't build as the first building a massive tower. Mm. They didn't do that. They would have built the houses first, the parks. Yeah. They would have built all of that from the ground Start up. Start from scratch. Start from scratch. They got it all small again. Then they redid the roads and you know kind of got gardens yeah. going again and, and all of that. So they got everything going small first before they got to the bigger buildings. And that's kind of what you really need to do with your gastrointestinal system well, after you've annihilated it with a nuclear bomb known as an antibody. But I'm thinking of, I'm just going to think of people, regular Joes like me, yep. that grew up, you know, had my tonsils out, would have had antibiotics every now and again yep. um, for 20 odd years of my life, yep. all of that stuff. Yep. I would think, based on what you're saying, that even that type of scenario is enough to warrant a ground up of approach, approach. Well, but I've never done that I've just always jumped on the bandwagon and just said probiotics okay and so here's one of the greatest things you've done for your microbiome let's have children yeah. so they oh, got they got the microbiome of Sarah and they shared their microbiome with you because they cuddled you and you've done skin on skin and you've wiped their nappy and you've done all that sort of stuff. You got their microbiome and they got your microbiome and all in your family, there's a symbiotic relationship between each of the family members in the household with very, very similar bacteria profiles. That's fascinating. And you and I being here in this environment share the same sort of microbiome now because we've been in the same environment for long enough that we've got similar cells in our body. What about if I was a three pack a day smoker? I would have to cop that. I'd be upset with you. In fact, you'd probably stink, but I would be really, really upset because I would be getting some of your microbiome because I've been in contact with you. It's amazing. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of relieving though that we're both happy and healthy. I know. And same with the kids yep. and all of the rest of it. The microbiome will be the key to the future. Maintenance of the human nervous system and the microbiome will be where we go with health in the future. Well, there, is there such a thing yet as the microbiome diet? Is there a book called The Microbiome Diet yet? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, maybe the word's too big to fit on a book. but no, It makes sense. I think people would probably go for that. But it's interesting what you say. Nervous system, microbiome. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating, hey? Absolutely. That's where it's got to be. If you consider how our species has evolved and where we came from, we came from sperm and an egg, got together, the gastrointestinal system and the brain formed from the same cell and then they open up and unravel. So the gut and the brain is absolutely intimately connected. The microbiome communicates with the brain, the brain communicates with the microbiome. And uh, 
that's just basic human embryology. That's a cool thing. All right, I have, I have a couple of final questions okay. as I think about this. For the listeners going, all right, wh- where to now for people listening? Do they, do they need to get a comprehensive stool analysis? Do they need to get some type of you know, data on their body or can they go to a naturopath and can a naturopath just pick products off the shelf or do we actually... If we've had a similar background to me, it's not that different, you know. Do we need to get the data? The data's handy, but if there's a problem or if there's fear around it, this is the kind of the, ask the same question about DNA, like should I get my, my DNA snips done? And, and my thing around that is how much information do you need and how much information do you want? Like if you want heaps of information, go get all the information. You can't go wrong with information. It's just that if you get information and it causes concern or worry or anxiety, mm. you're probably doing a disservice to yourself you if know. I was done with chocolate, I'd be done. Yeah, right. So there might be things you don't want to know, and all of a sudden you now go out for a coffee or a chocolate, yeah. and you realise that it's bad for you, and you go, oh, "I don't really want it," you know. So it's just doing your head in. So I don't know. Ask yourself the question: Do you need all the information? Is is your is your gastrointestinal system healthy? So you got to look for your number fours. Your, yep. your number two should Absolutely. be your number four. Go, go to foragecereal.com. Yeah, go to foragecereal, and, and if you sign up for a newsletter. Uh, you and then you can unsubscribe once you've done this if you want to, but it's good if you stay. Well, why would you unsubscribe? Why would you? I mean, we don't send many newsletters. We just send out special prices and stuff. You know. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want get that? You, if you sign, if you subscribe, you get access to our poo chart, and you can download those often as you like. Great printable. Stick it up in the laundry. Yeah. Well, I mean, not the laundry, the toilet. The toilet and the bathroom. Your toilets in the laundry. Yep. Odd, but you know, we've got one in there. Oh yeah, but you got other toilets too. That anyway, so, but you know, so uh, there's looking at your poo. That's important. The so, toilet was in our laundry too growing up. So I just there you go. It's yeah, not that odd. Unusual. Yeah. And uh, and so you want number fours as your number twos. You want to do the Sesame Seed Challenge. That's important. The Sesame Seed Challenge reveals um, how rapid your transit time is. That's important. And 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 you got to, you got to make sure that you are aware of the smell of your fart. If the smell of your fart is repulsive, disgusting, putrid, deadly, horrible, and you crop dust from a kilometre away because it's that bad, you you kind of need to get that sorted out. And that's a key indicator of gastrointestinal health. So that may be when you want more information. You might go and get a, a CDSA, complete digestive stool analysis, and, um, and, and then work with a naturopath or an integrative practitioner um, who can assist you in the selection of the correct bacteria. Okay, so I just have to ask a few questions here. So Maya, for example, there'll yeah. be a couple of days where she's crop dusting for the term. Uh, yes. But then it eases off. So sometimes that can be the food. She might have eaten something yeah. that so her body... If it's chronic crop dusting, you're saying, get yeah. it, get it. Most people out. will pass wind that smells like the meal they had the night before. But if it's continuously bad, then that's, that's usually something to do with digestion mm. and usually to do with some kind of food that the body just doesn't really handle mm. very well, doesn't okay. digest very well. All right, this is good. This is good. And May is a sensitive little thing, isn't she? She is. She's very she is. Yep, absolutely. Very, yeah. Now, last question is, yep. you said if, if the information is good if you, if you really need it, like you're not humming along, but if you know, if you know there's room for improvement with your gastrointestinal health, yep. are you still walking the plank a touch if you, is it possible you could be having strains that your body either doesn't need, will reject, or whatever, that not even your naturopath will know if they don't do the test? Yeah. But does that matter? Well, no, I'm just thinking, does it actually save you money in the long run if you get the test, know what strains are good for you, and not play, for want of a better term, pro-pre-symbiotic Russian roulette 
mm-hmm. um, with all the different you know products and brands and strains and all the rest of it. Yeah, probably. Oh, look, I'm a little bit unsure as to how much information we all require. I really am. And when I think about the Ikarians, the Sardinians, the Okinawans... Yeah, who probably aren't popping probiotics every day. They're not. And they're probably not washing their hands all the time. And they're probably not using antiseptics and disinfectants all the time. Yeah. Um, and they're not using as many antibiotics as what we are over here. Like, they seem to have it right. But I go back to the question, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Is it longevity like you and me? Mm. Or is it a lot of fun time? Is it reduction in symptoms? And, and the reason why you would do all of this will determine the degree of information that you want. So if you're looking to decrease symptoms, the more information, the better. If you want to live a long, healthy life, pretty much, you've heard us talk about it long enough now, come to Ikaria with us if you want to experience it. See it in real life. Yeah, but you know what you need to do to live a long, healthy life. Mm. Um, it's not through testing that's going to help you do that. Jeez, so much wisdom. Thank you so much. Welcome. I hope that you uh, loved that as much as I did. I want to go back and listen to that myself. I want to send that to my friends and family members who are sick in the guts that need that clarity that you just provided. So thanks a million. You're welcome. Uh, Replay this many times over. Share it with your friends. We love five-star ratings in the iTunes store. I know it's awkward and a bit tricky to do, but it does make a world of difference. So please hop in there. Tell the world what you think of 100 Not Out. For more information on the 2017 Greek Island Longevity Retreat, go to 100notout.com. For more info on Damo, damienchristoff.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until next time, continue as always to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts. Damo, do you want the first and only certified organic bone broth in Australia? Do you want a broth with no hidden thickeners, yeast, extract, salt, or flavor enhancers? MP, I want a broth made by hand from start to finish with nothing but love and positive vibes. Well, that's why you're left with only one broth, Damo, and that is Broth of Life. Ho, ho, ho. Choose some dehydrated bone broth in chicken, beef, and lamb. You'll also find FODMAP-friendly stock. That's FODMAP-friendly stock, veggie stock, and chicken salt, all available at brotheoflife.com.au and a special for Wellness Couch listeners enter the code wellnesscouch2016 at the checkout before November 30 for 10% off your order so awesome the code again is wellnesscouch2016 only at brotheoflife.com.au